Good morning. So good to be with you this morning. My name is Tom Vanderwell, and I am here to bring us really the last in a series of messages that Pastor Kevin has been leading us through on the circle of love, this mysterious trinity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we're going to finish up today really picking up where he left off last week and talking about you know, the mutual submission and being able to join in the circle of love through humility, vulnerability, and surrender. And we finish the series with what's called the passionate mission of the circle of love. And I'd like to start with a couple of scriptures we're going to read this morning. The first one from Matthew, the 28th chapter. And those of you who have been around church your whole life probably will recognize this passage. It is known as the Great Commission. So the Great co-mission, pay attention to that word. We're in Matthew 28, beginning in verse 16. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee. This is after Jesus rose from the dead. And they went to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw him, they worshiped him. Some still doubted. And then Jesus came to them and said, all authority has been given me on heaven and earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. There's the circle of love. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you to the end of the age. Now we're going to flip to John, the 20th chapter. Again, this is, the scene is after the resurrection, The disciples were gathered behind locked doors, and we're going to pick up on the 19th verse. On the first evening, the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. And again, Jesus said, peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. People of God, this is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Father, I just pray right now as we uh, unpack your word and continue to dig in to this mysterious circle of love that you invite us to be part of, I just pray for the power of Holy Spirit now to uh, proceed in and through me and resonate out to all who have ears to hear. In the name of the Christ Jesus, amen. Back in high school, I will never forget the day that between classes I met up with my girlfriend at the time and she was crying. And obviously crying in between periods was not something that that was normal. So I asked her, what's wrong? What happened? And what she told me was that as she was at her locker exchanging books from one class to the other, one of our mutual friends came up to her and just nonchalantly said, you know, I just want you to know I'm not a religious person and I don't go to church or any of that stuff, but I've been watching you and I've decided that I want to be more like you. And she was crying tears of joy, just feeling like 
somebody had noticed the Christ within her. Fast forward a couple of years, and I was in college. I came home for Christmas break, and I was at a Christmas party. And late at night, in the middle of that Christmas party, I was <laughs> taken by a, a friend of our family who drugged me out of the party onto the streets of downtown Des Moines. And in a locked shop door, he said, you know, I don't know what it is that you have, but whatever it is, I want it. And that night he prayed to ask Christ into his life. Fast forward a few years. My, uh, my colleagues, the gentleman who's the founder of my company and uh, my colleague who's now my business partner and I, the three of us were uh, visiting a client in Minneapolis that we worked with a lot. And one day we were visiting the client and a young man who worked there asked my, my boss if maybe we should get together and have a cup of coffee sometime. So that evening they went to Perkins for a cup of coffee. And in that moment, the young man began to ask my boss, what is it about you guys? He said, well, what, what do you mean? And he said, there is something about you guys. Every time you come and visit our office, he said, we, everyone talks about it. We watch the way you interact, and there is just something different. And I'm trying to figure out what it is. And in that Perkins, that young man gave his life to Christ that day. You know, what is it when believers resonate with the love of God that others pick up on? I had a colleague once that I was on a business trip with who I'd never had a spiritual conversation with this person at all. But along the way, they said, you know what, I just want you to know, you, you do know that you're going to help me in my spiritual journey. <laughs> I am? Yes, you are. Why, why would somebody that I've never had a spiritual conversation with ask me that? Well, as we dig into this whole idea of the passionate mission of the circle of love, I want you to follow me right now, okay? Now, let's go back and let's look back at what Pastor Kevin and the teaching team have been leading us through over the last couple of years. Whenever I'm working with somebody who's kind of new to, to Christ and a new believer and new to the word of God, I always talk to them, I say, look for the patterns because God is a God of order. And when he creates, he creates things that express himself and everything is layered with meaning. All the metaphors, everything connects. So look for the pattern. So I want you to step back with me, those of you here, part of our church family, and let's look back a couple years. When Kevin led us through a three-year series that started with the kingdom within, went to the kingdom community, and then kingdom sending. Kingdom within, kingdom community, kingdom sending. And then we went to the book of Acts. And for one year, we studied the book of Acts. And we studied this co-mission that Christ sent his disciples on. I am going to send you to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Kingdom within, kingdom community, 
kingdom sending, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the ends of the earth. So here's what we're noticing. Follow the pattern. Sending this concentric circles reaching out is part of who the Trinity is. It is part of the circle of love. It isn't insular. It doesn't focus inward. It is constantly resonating outward. It is inherent. Let me read you some scriptures from the Gospel of John. John 5, 23. Jesus said that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. John 5, 36. I have testimony weightier than that of John. For the works that the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I am doing testify to what? The Father who sent me. John 6, 44, no one can come to the Father who sent me unless the Father who sent me draws them and I will raise them up at the last day. But if I do judge, John 8, 16, my decisions are true because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. John 8, 42, Jesus said to them, if God were your Father, you would love me. For I have come here from God. I have not come on my own. God sent me. Sending is part of who the circle of love is. Constantly resonating and radiating, uh, radiating out. The Father sent the Son. The Father and the Son send the Holy Spirit. What did we just read in John, the 20th chapter? Received the Holy Spirit at Pentecost in Acts, the first chapter, and the second chapter, where in Pentecost, the Holy Spirit is poured out on everyone who is listening to Peter. So the Father and Son send the Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Spirit send us. You following me? You see the pattern? It starts at the core, and it begins to radiate out. Now let's go back to the Greek word for the Trinity, parakoresis, all right? Para, meaning circle, it's a perimeter, okay? Perimeter, circle, and choresis is the Greek word from which we get dance. A choreographer creates the dance. Parakoresis is literally in the Greek a circle dance. And the circle of love is constantly in this dance, resonating, vibrating, moving, and emitting outward through the world and through the universe. Now, I want you to, to, to hang with me here a second, all right? Let's go to Romans, the first chapter. Romans 1.20 says this. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. Now, for most of my life, I always thought that, that this was just simply the, I go out and I look at the majestic mountains uh, in the Colorado, or I go and I stand on the, uh, the ocean on the seashore, and I just sense the creator, the power of the creator, and that happens. It happens to all of us, but it is so much more than that. So give me an umbrella of mercy, and let me, let me poke into something here, 
right? Because I believe that the creator, the circle of love, like a, every artist imprints and expresses who the circle of love is in everything that is made, okay? Now, I want to define for you the principle that, that physics calls resonance. Resonance is when two vibrating energies intersect and the frequency of the vibrations match. So one of the easiest explanations of that is you take a wine, two wine glasses and if you tap on one wine glass and it begins to hum, then what happens is the other wine glass that is, is on the same frequency begins to vibrate as well. Now here's what's important to understand then. Everything that has been made, all matter has a frequency because all that God has made is constantly in motion, constantly vibrating. So we have this frequency. Now here's where it gets really interesting. When you've got two frequencies, you've got the two objects, two pieces of matter that have the same frequency, when their frequencies match, they begin to vibrate. So let me give you a great example. In the 20th century, a bridge was built over the Tacoma Narrows. What they didn't know when they built the bridge was that the wind coming through the sound to the Narrows and the, the vibration of the wind matched the vibration of the bridge, the frequency of the bridge. So let's see what happens. Go ahead and pull up that, if I could, the animation. What you're going to see here is not wind, it's frequency. The frequency of the wind and the frequency of the bridge were the same. And so when they matched, they began to move and oscillate and vibrate. All right, now follow me. Let's get down and start with the very basic building block of all matter, an atom. Go ahead and flip that. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? That's a circle dance. That's a circle of love. That is, that's a circle dance. Every atom is a little circle dance, just like the circle of love. Now let's expand out because everything radiates. We started at the beginning. Now, hey, look, day and night, Every day, our earth, our moon, it's a circle dance. So let's keep expanding outward. Our solar system, look at our solar system. It's a circle dance. And out, our galaxy and beyond and on and on and on. All right, thank you for that animation. Do you see what I'm talking about? God's love, and, and physics tells us that the, the universe continues to expand. Why? It starts at the core and it continues to radiate out over and over and over. That's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is constantly, see the mission is part of its core. It can't help but resonate, radiate, emit, love, grace, mercy, power. It's constantly doing it. And then we are invited into that circle dance. And when we become part of that circle dance, when we begin to, in a really experiential way, relate to and dance with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we begin to radiate and resonate 
and emit the same love. As the Father has sent me, so I'm sending you. When we think about missions, and for those of you who've been raised in the church, we all think about missions, and we think about missions as being this program, right? And maybe once a year we have a missions uh, kind of conference and we talk about sending people to the world. But often missions is thought about, or maybe having a local mission, but we think of it in terms of a program that the church does. Uh, it is a program of the church to send people to the other most parts of the earth. But follow me. Missions isn't a program. Jesus didn't leave us to try and figure out how to do this missions thing on our own. Missions is the natural relational outcome of our active experiential participation in the circle of love. I mean, going back to those people in high school, the girl at the locker, the guy that said, hey, what is it about you guys? Here's what it is. When you are in active participation with the circle of love and your relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is actively engaged and you're being part of that circle dance, you can't help but resonate the love of Christ. And those who are open to the frequency, they don't know what it is, but they're picking up on it. There's something vibrating inside of them. They feel it. We have to create something. We have to go back to making sure that we are part of this circle of love. Now here's an important point. If you got ears, hear this. There is a difference between the cognitive mental agreement with a set of beliefs and the experiential participation in the circle dance. Follow me. We just said the Apostles' Creed a little bit earlier in the message, or in the, in the service. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ as one and only Son, our Lord and Savior. Many of us have been saying that our whole lives. Here's the thing. You can cognitively, mentally say, yes, I agree with that. I can even say, I believe it. But that's not being part of the circle and in fact, this word of God that, that I'm holding my hand, this book, the word of God that I've got right here, that's, that's ink on a page. And I can read, I can study, I can memorize all these words, this ink on a page. But Jesus himself, that I am the word, the logos, John, the word, in the beginning was the word and the word was was God and the word was with God. Through this word, all things were created and have their being from the littlest atom in the circle dance to the, to the universe itself. The word is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. So I can mentally agree that this is word, the word of God, but that doesn't mean that I am in an active experiential relationship with the circle of love. You follow me? It's different. And if we are going to resonate with the circle of love and radiate the love and grace 
of God. We have to be part of the dance. Now, there are a lot of reasons why people get involved. <laughs> and missions can come out of a lot of motivations. We want the mission to come out of the natural byproduct of being part of the circle dance. But a lot of people find that the missions can come out of other motivations. Let's go to the next slide. Sometimes it can be about our ego needs. I remember when I was, uh, I was in high school and I wanted to be part of a Christian rock band. So me and my buddies got together to have this Christian rock band. And we, I mean, we had the logo and we had the, the outfits and we had everything all planned out. But here's the thing. <laughs> the whole thing was about our ego needs. The whole thing was about being famous and being Christian rock stars. It really had nothing to do with resonating the love of Christ. A lot of people can do a lot of things that's really about meeting something inside of me or filling something that's empty in me. It could be attempts to earn or merit God's approval or salvation. Some people are like, God, will you, will you, I'm gonna do this so that you'll love me and accept me and invite me into the dance. For some people, it's an attempt to earn or merit other people's approval or affirmation. There are so many people that I've met through the years that what they are doing is trying to please mom and dad or family or grandpa and grandma to make sure that I don't dishonor the family. But it's less about being part of the circle of love and more about making sure that I don't get kicked out of the circle of my family. And it could just be emotions. I'm, I feel emotional about the plight of others and so I get involved in helping others and that's great, it's wonderful. But anything any mission that isn't connected to the circle dance, the circle of love, is ultimately going to be unsustainable. So here's the wrong question that we ask ourselves. Because so often we'll get together and say, hey, what do we have to do to stir up passion and increase engagement in the mission? What can we do to get out there and stir up, make sure that people are coming to Christ? I'm not sure that's the right question. Because the mission is part of the dance. The right question is this one. What's hindering us? What is getting in the way of us joining in the mission in which the circle of love is already actively engaged at all times? You see the difference? Let's go back to the Rublev icon that, that Kevin has been showing us uh, and working through the last several weeks. Now this, is, this icon from Rublev, we have the three. Notice the circle, Kevin passed, uh, or mentioned that last week. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, different colors. They're all sitting around the table. You may have noticed this little square right here. And we'll wonder what that is. We'll notice that there's a break. We have Father, Son, Holy Spirit right next to each other, and then there's a break right here. Art historians believe that that may have originally been a little mirror. And when you stood in front of the icon and you looked at it, that mirror would reflect your image. Because this space right here, 
at the cup of Christ is where you are invited to join. You're invited to the table. Revelations 3.20 talks about a door. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. I'll sit down. We'll have some supper. I'll eat with them and then with me. But then just a couple of verses later in Revelation 4.1, God says to John, here, come here. And he looks up and there was a door and that doorway into the throne room of heaven. And he says, come, come through the door and let me show you the things that must take place. So notice the juxtaposition. Jesus stands at the door and knocks. We open the door and invite him in. The next door is the one that's the entrance to God's world. It's the entrance to the circle of love. It's the entrance to the throne room that we walk through to become a part of what he is doing. So is it possible? Is it possible that we have invited Christ into our world only to refuse his invitation to enter his world, to enter his circle dance, to enter into that relationship with him. I'm gonna ask Chrissy to come up here in just a second. As she does, keep in mind once again that being part of the circle dance begins just as Pastor Kevin said last week when we humbly come before God and ask him to become a part of it. It's not because of what I can bring to it. It's because I've been invited in. And when I come with vulnerability to admit and confess my own needs and confess the grace that I need to enter the dance, and it comes when I surrender my pride and my will in order to go wherever the circle dance, wherever the circle of love resonates and sends me out. That's when we join. Chrissy, you threw out a couple of questions. I did, yes. Yep, I've got a couple of answers so far. So um, we have one person that wrote in and said that as we allow ourselves to abide, listen for his words, watch, really notice how we interact, we are representing him. Every interaction is an opportunity to bring Jesus into that moment. Yeah, so I love that piece of uh, when we abide. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a sense of, again, it's, it's not just a set of, of actions. We do this, we do this, we do this, we do this. We are present right. and receiving. Mm-hmm. Good. Exactly right. What else? Um, yes, we have another person who said the video clip showed says it all. It says it's the, it would be one thing if the earth or the, and the moon just knew about circling each other. It looks, sounds, and produces outcomes way differently when they actually circle. Okay. And then I've got some. It says, um, what hinders me is too much criticism, quality control, opinion sharing from those around who have a very black and white view of what it looks like to be in the circle of love. Um, I've internalized it, so that's yeah. a hindrance is what it Good. says. And I love that because it really is the difference between a black and white, again, ink mm-hmm. on a page, two-dimensional, 
versus the multidimensional experiential part of the relationship. Right, mm -hmm, exactly. And this one says, I understand the cognitive versus experiential difference as inviting Jesus into my head versus inviting okay. him into so, Perfect. Mm -hmm. Love it. So where I would like for us to end up as the worship team is going to come back is I just want to, I, I want to end with this. Becoming part of the circle dance, becoming part of the circle of love, the experiential relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it begins just like 3.20 does. Revelation 3.20. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. And if this morning, as I've been talking over re recent weeks, you've just kind of been feeling that something's resonating and I don't know what it is, but I know I don't feel like I have this experiential relationship with God. I have more of maybe this two-dimensional sort of uh, belief system then I would encourage you to do this. As Kevin shared last week, will you humbly, with vulnerability, and surrender, just take a moment at some point, whether it's right now or today, to reach out in your heart to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and say, I want to open my life to you. Please come in. Come into my life Forgive me of my sins. I want to surrender myself and become part of the circle of love. That's the first step. And it's really, really easy. When I was a young man, I grew up in church. I went to, I went to uh, you know, all the classes in Sunday school and vacation Bible school, went to confirmation class, and I got my certificate of membership. But it was just me saying, yeah, yeah, I believe. But it was when I opened my heart, I surrendered my life and said, I want to follow you. I want to become part of this dance. I want to surrender myself to you. The first moment that I joined the dance. Will you stop being a wallflower on the wall watching the dance? And will you join it with us today? Father, I ask for everyone, all of us, Lord, that we would all become part of your circle of love. Lord, I come to you humbly because there's nothing of any eternal significance that's going to happen unless it's it comes from you and it flows out of you. So flow, resonate through us to the world, to our neighborhoods, to our neighbors, to our friends, that others may see something and they feel that frequency of the circle vibrating through us, even if they don't know what it is. I've come to you this morning vulnerably, Lord, knowing that we are imperfect people that have our mistakes and faults and we all fall short. So we need you. We need your grace. We need your forgiveness. And I come this morning, Lord, with surrender. Not us. It's about you. So we surrender our will. We surrender our lives. We surrender our desires. We surrender all that we are which is from you, and all that we have, which is nothing but your blessings that have been given to us. May you take it and make it part of this resonant circle dance, this circle of love. And may it radiate out from Pella 
to Marion County, to Iowa, to the United States, to North America, to the uttermost parts of the world. In the name of the Christ, amen.